0: I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me laugh. I like having fun. Yes, I like to laugh. I like having fun to meet people who laugh. Good morning, everybody. Good morning,
1: everyone
0: across the globe. Good morning to my friends, Uh, across the globe, across the oceans, the many oceans we have. We have the Atlantic, the Pacific, the Indian, the Arctic, and many more. We'd like to thank the UK. We'd like to thank France, Australia, certain parts of uh, the Soviet, the former Soviet Union. We have the Ukraine. We have Belgrade. No. Lithuania. The Czech Republic. And so many more! Dog, give me a country, you son of a bitch! Lithuania. Lithuania, Poland, Germany, Italy,
1: Australia.
0: Kenya. Kenya, Niger, Chad. Chad, South Africa. Brazil! If if you hear your country of origin or the country you're living in now, give us a subscribe, give us a like, send a link to your friends. Join us at patreon.com slash office hours live. I am joined. It is Thursday morning. The date is Vic hit me with the date. I need it now. Uh, it is the
2: 27th. It's the 27th
0: of August 2020. 10 a.m. here in the Pacific. Uh, time zone in Glendale, California. Coming to me, coming from the Heidecker compound, where Vic is now living with his family, <laughs> and uh, Doug Two is also o'clock. living, sleeping out on the front yard in Sit a tent. Enjoy, a cup of and enjoy the show. <laughs> there we go. I've got my Three Stooges coffee, and it is—it's <laughs> filled with tacks. <laughs> it's filled with tacks and nails. Those sons of bitches—they've done it again. Well, 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 we are happy to have you, happy to uh, deliver another fresh show for you. Uh, Lots to do today, lots to get to. Mm -hmm. I don't want to waste too much time on the garbage we usually do to start the show. I've already done way too much randomly naming countries. No one wants to hear that. No one's impressed by it. Who cares? I could literally (laughs) have a list of countries pulled up, and I do not. That's not Mm -hmm. who I am. Um, Thank you, Tim. Today on the show, we have... Uh, a lot of uh, exciting uh, guests we have. What? Of course, what the hell is this? I've got the r- the wrong thing in front of me. Office hours show notes. Look at this. It's an old, old, old. How'd you do that? I don't know. Oh, you got to scroll up. Oh, why did wh- why do we keep again? old lists? Posterity, what are, posterity. Uh, we have uh, from Wolfpack <laughs> from the band Wolfpack. Uh, Jack Stratton, one of my favorite names. I think now oh, going. Yeah. Listed as my, he's, a, he's he'll be hopefully he'll be strattin' it on the show with the Six Train, uh, Rodney Dillard from one of my favorite groups, uh, and he's got a new album out, the, the Dillards. Uh, basically, oh God, founding fathers for me. For me, they're one of the founding fathers of what we would call the country rock sound or uh, progressive. Bluegrass, a lot of people have said. And Josh Owens, who used to work for our friend Alex Jones here, uh, who is going to spill the beans, which he's already done in an article that came out a couple years ago. But
3: <laughs> We're getting guillotines ready.
0: We're going to ask him the real questions about what does Alex Jones smell like, how much does he truly sweat, how much weight, uh, do, how, how much does he weigh, frankly. What
3: a terrible question to ask. And
0: when will he pass from... Some kind of artery, some kind of heart disease.
3: <laughs> I feel the very heavy heart that I'm going to have to expose situation. I'm not going to do it today. I have got too much going on. Um, COVID 19 is a
0: scam. Oh, he never has time this. to get to the bottom <laughs> any, of any of this stuff. Got to push it off to another day. Um, you know, we, uh, we do want to send our, our thoughts and uh, uh, f- concerns uh, to what's going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin. We have set up uh, for the super chat today. Uh, if you've ever engaged with that, uh, the super chat will now be collecting donations for the Milwaukee Freedom Fund, uh, and also for uh, we're going to split it with Justice for Jason, uh, Justice for Jacob Blake, that's the victim's family, uh, and all those donations we will match up to five hundred dollars. So hopefully we can raise a thousand bucks, split it, and send it off from the office hours family. Matt, anything you want to add to that that I should well, I let my people know about? No, I mean, that's, you know, that's what we're doing. It's another day in hell, another day in the failed state of the United States of America. Donald A disgrace. President. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something, uh, of course I see everything, but I saw <laughs> somebody, I guess, last night was saying that, like, you know, they keep blaming all this stuff on the Democratic mayors, the Democratic... Congressmen and or the Democratic governors the of these Democratic places, cities, Tim. and and there's somebody said last night like these aren't on Donald Trump's watch, but wasn't this the guy that was like only I can solve it? And I, you know All it's right. like he's gonna he's the the buck stops mm-hmm. with him and he's in charge and it's like the guy takes no responsibility. Right. I mean I don't know what he would and do. Show these case.
2: clips of stuff and I they're like,
0: like this is Biden's America, but Biden is <laughs> not president right now. It's Trump is and. A shout-out to the – I mean, because they all listen to the show. the shout-out to the the basketball players and the baseball players. We love you. I thought it was – I like know. watching people
3: work hard.
0: There you go. I thought it was beautiful what they did. Yeah. That speech was beautiful from the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know. Where were they? They were in the playoffs? Does anybody follow ba- – I don't follow basketball at all, but they were in the playoffs. Apparently a playoff game. Does that mean they lose? They forfeit? Or is it like – you know what I mean? How's that work? I don't know. Let's let's find <laughs> out from our listeners. Perhaps somebody could tell us. Maybe Jay is chiming in on the ch- on the chat. No, Tim, right what they did. they lowered the basket by three thought feet. On that.
1: Um, <laughs> they had to lower the basket.
0: Oh, thank you uh, for to Ryan Thomas who said my walks are paying off. I'm wearing a sort of a slimming shirt today, but I am the pounds are dropping. I've not been able to walk since my injury. My foot—you could see Doug—the oh, back yeah. of my foot That's is owling. it's a. It looks like ham. It looks like sliced ham back there or salami. Um, I can't put shoes on. I mean, I'm wearing flip flops essentially because the injury was so bad. But uh, yes, so thank you. can walk it off. I can't. (laughs) What I've been doing is smaller workouts and I've been biking because I can bike. Uh, I got my motorcycle out.
1: (laughs) You know, like um, cartwheels and stuff? Absolutely not. Um, no, I'll, but but I'll spot you if you want to. I can teach you backflips. <laughs> I don't want to learn backflips. No, you got to do the backflip diet. It's this new thing. <laughs> <laughs> the backflip diet. That
0: I mean, you would you would strengthen your core quite a bit if you could kind of mastered the backflip.
1: If you do ten backflips a day, Tim, I try to do you, one. I guarantee you'll feel better. We <laughs> try. So where do you start? Where do you start with the backflip? Oh, uh, you kind of start straight, and then you kick down, and then you you throw up, and then you tuck. you gotta tuck the pounding and then i just go back (laughs) you go straight up actually and then you tuck (laughs) i don't think i can do it no (laughs) i could i'd have to really commit
0: Uh, i'll spot
1: you after the show
0: go bucks Fuck racism, funk racism, OHL forever, says trombone leer for $10. Thank you for that donation. Trombone. Uh, I just want to cry. Please make me laugh. We're trying. I'm going to do a backflip to make you smile. (laughs) I'm not really thinking about trying to do a backflip. I'm doing a, a bit, a sketch. I'll tell you, a tremendous sketch I did for the boys. I took a sip. I said, wait, did I do that on the show or before the show? The it was before, I think it was before.
1: It
2: was before the show. No, I gave during, that away for free. Yeah, no, it was during the show. It was, it was during it, the show? It was, it was during if we it.
1: get to 4,000 patrons, subscribers, <laughs> we will, all three of us, all four of us, learn backflips. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do
2: gymnastics when I was little. I did. I, I was on the gymnastics stuff, yeah, team in high school. Walked the beam. And, you were?
1: And, uh, yeah. I was. Um, the beam, that's a girl. That's the, <laughs> All right.
2: That's the I was the only guy in the class, so that might <laughs> make sense.
0: By the um, oh, God, there's so much to get to. It's just impossible to do this show. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, if, we're, if we can't get to everything, let's not get to anything. Doug. That's my motto. Um, Tim. Doug. This very. Tim. Doug. <laughs> this is important. This is all important, but... Vic. <laughs> I'm going to have to Doug. go... Vic. I sent you guys a great clip.
2: Well done, Vic.
0: <laughs> a Vic line. It's it was that um, yeah. really sad and really scary I'll Be Gone in the Dark uh, documentary Aside. about Michelle McNamara a uh, friend of mine who who's uh, sort of helped catch the golden state killers on hbo um but there was this old footage of these rape guys who were rapers rapists sitting around in this sort of uh, discussion room like i didn't a,
1: grab that drop Tim. I, Okay, i didn't think that was i have it it's you have, can i can
0: i hear <laughs> it can i hear
3: this is it? it he raped then murdered a woman <laughs> oh,
1: <thank laughs> you. what a great drop to have oh, on great that.
0: job that this is, is good Vic. But Vic, you shouldn't have it. I, I think Doug have should it have, have it, out. right? Yeah. Because yeah. Vic murderer. <laughs> Vic, Vic murderer. Vic um, murderer. Oh, yeah. Vic is with us today, as always. <laughs>
2: Welcome, um, Vic. Thank you, Tim. Turn me up. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> we have them all. Everybody's accounted for. I wonder if Rodney Dillard is watching this uh, on his home computer right now going, Vic I'm out of here. Um, let's slow things down. Let's change the pace. News of the day concerning office hours. Drop concert. Everyone wanted... You know, this is a drop of huge news. Uh, speaking of drops, um, we are going to be having a drop concert live this Saturday, August 29th, on YouTube. Correct, Matt? Yes. But here's the steal, the deal. Here's the real deal. Patreons awesome. only will be invited to watch live, but... Sure. We're filming it professionally, in a way. Ish. (laughs) (laughs) With professionals. I'm a professional, by the way. Wes is a professional. And we'll be editing it into what we're going to call Drop Concert The Movie. And we'll be bringing that to you at a later date, hopefully sometime this fall. Thank you for all the kind words. We can talk about my new single, "Nothing," that's been released now. You can still pre-order "Fear of Death," and we have T-shirts, uh, a new brand of T, a new batch of T-shirts. What's unique about this is More. that it's a limited edition T-shirt in terms of the pre-order. Matt, give oh, us yeah. give us the heads up on it's this. Pre-order only one Got week. It. Thank you. Shirts and totes, get them while they're hot, and then they go away
2: forever. More. Mm -hmm. Link in the uh, description today. Where would
0: people... We can't show this uh, shirt on the show at the moment. We don't have that technology. That would be a good technology to have. It would take some doing. After hours. (laughs) The shirt is essentially a beautiful lithograph of Casey Kasem. And on the top it says, uh, Want another one? They can just
3: click. They can just click. All right, fine. I'm just trying to to help. (laughs) Want another
0: one? There are are, um, people with... Impaired sight, Matt,
3: I'm who ready. might
0: be interested in this information. So you know, our city of, of the day. <laughs> city of the oh. day. Our city of the day city is sponsored day. by Good Sun Height. Good. Sun- <laughs> Very well done. Good Sun Height. Good Sun Height. Bless you. Dot com. One two. Eight. No, that's not. No. It's Good Sun Height. Want to instantly know the correct height for your son? Just log on to GoodSonHeight.com. Add your son's age, weight, and other demographic information, and Good Sun Height immediately determines your son's ideal height. Hi, Dad. You can then input your own measurements and see how your son stacks up to our recommended height. Good Sun Height has measured millions of boys across the world, and they know exactly how tall your son should be. All of this is yours for just $20, $19.99 per month, and the first month is free. Office Hours uh, City of the Day is also sponsored by Gatsundheit. Gatsundheit.com. Have a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Have a sneeze but live alone. Visit Katsunheit.com and receive three free sneeze blessings when you sign up. Gatsundheit works with Siri. <laughs> Gatsundheit works with Siri, Alexa, and Google Voice, so you can receive sneeze blessings from all of your connected devices. Are you having a sneeze fit in your car? night can be installed on your mobile phone and set to immediately identify the sneezes and instantly deliver friendly sneeze blessings. If you register for Good Sun Height and Height today with offer code Office Hours, you'll get a 10% discount. Um, do you guys have the sound of uh, Gatsun, the Alexa sound of Height? I thought. Tim, I would say. Um, thought that was going to be, be something the list- you
1: worked on. For the listeners, I don't want them to get confused with um, Kazunite with what kazoo night what's kazoo night it's a different product we're not sponsored by them but it turns snores into gentle kazoo sounds you strap on the kazoo mask and your partner will sleep soundly through the night as you turn grating snores into gentle tones through your kazoo thank you the only snoring solution that works from kazoo night okay i don't want them to get i don't want them to get confused with um Rec room kites. Right. It's the world which first one? It's the Rec room kites. Rec room kites. It's the first indoor kite. <laughs> for any Wreck uh, rec rooms or, or any room, now the kite is only 99 1999, but everything's 19.99. They do they do recommend you buy the Rec room kite fan which will provide gale force winds.
0: For
1: we your do kite and that comes in at 1099. Very good. Oh. There's,
2: there's also like Sondheim Bites that we uh, don't want to get confused with. their Broadway-themed potato chips. What is this? They're Broadway-themed potato chips. Sondheim, Sondheim Bites. Sondheim Bites. Stephen Sondheim. Um, they're a piano and tap-shoe-shaped potato chip. It's
0: getting a little far away from the core there, but sound-wise. Um, evolving. <laughs> now, we have to name the show. This is something we forgot to do last week. Oh, sorry, the city of the day. <laughs> God damn it. City of the day is Tacoma Park, Maryland. Tacoma Park was the first city in America to lower the voting age to 16 for citywide elections. Something that would frighten the uh, the grand old party, I would imagine, because of the youth. The weather right now there in uh, Maryland, in Tacoma Park, is 93 Maroon. Ouch, that's hot. Doug, what is the low... 86. It's 73. Couldn't be further away from <laughs> the true low. That is hot. Be, could be further than that. Uh, our thoughts also go down to Louisiana, who's suff- who's getting pummeled right now by a terrible hurricane. We hope everybody is safe. I'm sure the Trump administration. I forgot to mention you don't want
1: it. to use in, um, rec room kites outdoors. <laughs> Why, why they're is that they're do- not designed for the outdoors. They're not designed for outdoors. What would ha- what would be the worst case scenario? Well, they're then? they're very sensitive to UV light from the sun. They would melt, and then they would probably stick to your skin. Okay. Uh,
0: today's it
4: still hot out
1: there. <laughs> today's show. This is for you to
0: decide. Let us know in the super chat. Nah. All proceeds are going to. Uh, we, we should put that in. The, I'm not going to keep remembering the name of these you different things. You got it. Oh, baby Here it is. A. This is number A. Number. <laughs> Letter A. Uh, unnatural remedies for urinary urinary tract infections. Unnatural remedies for urinary tract infections. That's A. B, I'll put up my number two finger for B, is make six figures by praying to these gods. And C, which I do with this, with my hand like this, like in a C cup, is top 10 most depressing animals. Okay. Those are the three choices. Let us B know? again? I got to type it. I sorry. have no idea. Don't, wait. What? Unnatural rem- Now, unnatural remedies for urinary tract infections is a. Got that. B is make six figures by praying to these gods. Any preferences there, Doug?
1: What's see again? Well, you know, you, I was thinking about what a depressing animal would be, but I do <laughs> think the the gods one is <laughs> is my choice. Yeah, I was fun. thinking about like what is a depressing animal.
0: I would think a depressing animal would be I mean, maybe that uh, that uh, donkey from. Winnie the Pooh. Right. Eeyore. Eeyore. So a donkey in general. Is he a donkey? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Kind <laughs> I think of donkeys are under, underrated. Well, they're they're the Dark, workhorse. Right. They're the, they, they, they're the fuel that, <clears throat> that a beautiful drives a, the it's economy.
1: It's a beautiful animal, and they're, they're called asses. Yeah. don't get enough credit. They don't get enough credit. Not People fair. are always like, "I like when you talk about their horses and yeah. their mustangs. Right. What about their donkey? Sound like it's a, yeah, it has a bad right. branding. They got to rebrand the donkey. I like when uh, when I was when we were kids. Maybe
0: maybe it was this was for you too. But when I was a kid, the use of ass in the Bible was always kind of like this is kind of yeah. neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, they're saying it. Bible's saying ass. Seeing a lot of C's. A lot of C's. yeah well pe- people like you say Matt, all the time people don't know what they want. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk to uh, Vera Drew if she's is she in is she, she's not blowing us off this week again is she? Of course not. She's prompt. <laughs> she's ready. she's here. My feet by the way Big right there. Hi Vera
5: So sorry for blowing you off last week.
0: Can you talk about Hi. what happened, or would you rather Hi. not?
5: I so I went I I went for a run before the stream, and I pushed myself a little too hard. Oh. And I understand th- that's the truth. It's not it's not interesting. Um, it's selfish either way. Well, what I did.
0: I want to get right to it. You have launched a GoFundMe.
5: Yes. Yes. I'm, uh, making a feature length film that repurposes footage from the Joker movie that came out last year. Um, I've written an entirely new, uh, feature length script, uh, that's based off of, uh, my transition and working in comedy and stuff like that. And I use, Footage from that movie and other Batman movies to, to, to tell the story. How, and I'm how much shooting. of the how
0: much of the, uh, the the latest Joker do you think you're using percentage wise?
5: I you know it's gotten it's gotten um, <laughs> it's gotten reduced as the project has gone on. Uh, just the less I think. I have to watch that movie better (laughs) because I've had to watch it like 500 times at this point. I'd say there's probably about like, I say like 50, 40 to 50% of it is the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie.
0: How much are you dipping into the Burton movies?
5: None of the, so I have, I have deep respect for the Jack Nicholson Joker. So I don't think any of that is, is making its way in. Uh, There's a lot of
0: it's Batman. I'll do it. Batman, it's showtime. Does he say
5: that in that movie?
0: <laughs> Probably. I'm starting to get used to this. He could say that. I'm starting to get used to this. Joker's wild.
4: <laughs> um,
0: we are you more of on a, the Batman I'm, spectrum in terms of uh, appreciation of the film?
5: What's your sweet spot with the Batman movies? Because I tell you what well, mine is. That's, I like the uh schumacher batmans so batman forever and batman and robin those were like the first batmans i think i saw as a kid and they're they're just so like colorful and stupid and and campy would
0: you say campy
5: i would say campy the batman forever is a little less campy than batman and robin but there's some there's some dumb shit in it
0: but you don't see i like i like you know I like the uh, Dark Knight. I like the the Christopher Nolan ver- Batman's. I do.
5: I like it. Well, you and yes. Dark- you I, and I disagree on on Nolan. I think. Yes. I think we oh, have. Clear. I think we well, have some disagreements. there. I
0: mean, he's a clear. Uh, you know, he's a cl- very talented filmmaker. Um, I love. I just love. They feel big and huge scope, and the special effects are real, everything feels kind of grounded in them. And I don't like these Marvel movies where I don't know what the hell's going on and things are coming in from space and dimensions. I don't know. So (laughs) I wish you luck.
1: I I don't, I didn't like that.
0: (laughs) I did not, uh, my feet are falling asleep because of this damn air conditioning now.
5: (laughs) Okay. You know, I, I really, I think with, with this movie, what I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to show that you can like, do the silly, colorful, stupid, fun thing while still telling a story that's interesting and not bland and something you've seen like 5,000 times before.
0: So the GoFundMe, how do people get to the GoFundMe?
5: Uh, You can follow me on Twitter uh, at VeraDrew22. Uh, If you also go to thepeoplesjoker.com, it'll take you right there. Um, I'm really close to my goal. I have like 1,600
0: and what is that go. money going to be used for? Are you shooting additional footage? Of course.
5: Yeah, I'm shooting. I have five shoot days next month. Wow. Uh, and uh, I'm shooting a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm not gonna say where, but yeah, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm shooting uh, a bunch of stuff next month. Will
0: there be any is shooting in Gotham itself? Like, Will there be, it be, be any shooting in Gotham <laughs> itself?
5: <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. Well, that's why, I didn't want, that's why I didn't want to mention it. Just because <laughs> you know, like, of all the COVID lockdowns and stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: um well i can't wait to see what you do with this i'm sure it'll be extremely fun or entertaining or or and and just just something completely different and original and of course vera is responsible for so many things that you love the audience uh big voice and big part of beef house uh big part of uh what am i for of course I'm the channel five
5: fry. Channel Five scum
0: yeah. Baron Cohen and so many other things so this is a great opportunity to support the absolutely family and get on there and uh let Vera finish her goal so she doesn't have to beg anymore because it isn't it awful to have this this sort of uh it's so it sucks
5: I feel so I feel like especially now more than ever oh, when like people's money could be going to like eight million better things <laughs> yeah yes. I just feel like the yeah. biggest piece of shit but yeah
0: well that's why let's get it over with Throw yeah, some love, cash just, just and just like out of my misery.
5: Just get it over with. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Doug, I encourage you to support Vera here. I'd be and uh, Doug the podcast this week. Any... I haven't, t- I haven't, yes. dr- I haven't dropped in on. I haven't donated any yet, but I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a big drop today.
5: Oh, I'm so excited! Thank you so much, <laughs> Tim. And I, I miss you. I miss you. I really, I really hope we get to make more beef house. I know. One of these days.
0: I, it's w- there's no word on that. That's all I can say is that it's just been. The the whole from our perspective the whole industry has just kind of closed and no one's been there's no communication there's no uh, dialogue going on without yeah it's very frustrating I don't want to be again I don't want to be out there doing a GoFundMe for Beef House you know what I mean I want to be just Uh, I want want people that are excited (laughs) about it being like when can you guys do more so we're waiting on all that stuff it's just we're in it's just crazy it's just very confusing times right now for many people but you will will be the first to know.
5: Oh, I know. I just meant in general. I yeah, was just yeah. saying, saying something that, like kind to you. I, I, miss, <laughs> I miss. I just miss being around people in general. Yes. I think. Um, so yeah. Hold on. I mean, last okay. summer was so fun making that show.
0: I honestly have to text my wife and say,
1: um, "Bring me some slippers or something," <laughs> because well, the bare—I don't get the bare feet right with anyone ever. But-
5: uh can you bring you're barefoot in the studio right now he's
1: barefoot yeah why not i mean because i can't put
0: shoes on because of my injuries i got i got a real i went i mean i've been walking a lot vera the audience knows this but and i put on new sneakers the other day and they tore the shit out of the the back of my foot like in a way for like i can't put shoes on for the next
5: like two weeks we gotta get you get you some comfortable socks just get some like uh some, some socks that go above but the ankle. The shoes don't fit. I just think it's a little unprofessional to be walking around barefoot in your in your studio. I don't think it is at all. It's my house, my rules, my compound.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vera. I'll talk to you Thank later. you, guys. I'll See talk yeah. to you later. <laughs> um, I know we're already running behind, um, but I wouldn't mind taking a Zoomer out there if there is somebody be- before we get to Josh yeah. Owens, the sure. Alex Jones editor. You know... Uh- <laughs> I always like talking to Molly McGuinness. Oh Molly McGuinness. I was talking the other day about Molly McGuinness. Uh, she was the last to finish to finish <laughs> this her drink. <laughs> well I'd love to talk to Molly is she there? Hello Molly how you doing?
6: I'm good I'm good how are you guys?
0: Good how's everything over the pond? Back to normal.
6: It's all right, yeah. Um, it's a bit of a rainy day, you know. Not good. Um, I'm liking this um, towel in front of you.
0: Oh, can you in see my towel? Here. Oh, that's only in the yeah. Zoom chat, ladies and gentlemen. I have a towel here for my drool. Oh, the Zoomers want you to tilt your monitor I'm up. not doing anything for them. I don't, you can't see your face. That's fine. Watch the show on YouTube. Well... I'm not doing that right now. What am I going to do? Go over it. You can do it. Adam could do it. Adam, can you go? Oh. Can you just tilt his monitor up a little? Ta-da! Tilt me I, on tilt. i Tilt it up just to touch. Now everything's going to unplug. Watch. Now he's being very careful, very gently. Gingerly.
6: Generous.
0: Molly, what else? You didn't call just to tell me about this uh, tilt work.
6: <laughs> no, that that's much better. Um... I don't really, I don't have really have much to say this time, but I'm loving the new music. Thank you. Say that,
0: everybody. Yes, and everybody, please just, everybody, take note that I am not walking around all day going, um, there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's a black void, and I'm done. You know, there's no point to life, and I don't hope. I hope it doesn't encourage people to, to get further depressed. I think it's just a, you know, it's a meditation. Uh, on a perspective that uh, I have every once in a while and put into song. So well, everybody well, nobody well, no, no no need to worry about me. Thank you, Tim.
1: <laughs> no one was Tim. No one.
0: <laughs> Believe me, I see messages. Damn, dude. This is some dark shit. <laughs> all right, Molly. Well, if you don't have anything to say, then all I can do is wish you wish you well. Shabbat Shalom.
6: Thank <laughs> you. Sees so like uh- okay
0: God oh, yeah. th- God bless Ma- my wife Marilyn has agreed to bring me some slippers <laughs> <laughs> which she normally does every morning. Before I get out of bed, she <laughs> scurries off to get my slippers. Why don't
4: you just take your balls out of your wife's purse? And
0: make a stand for one time in your life. My wife was breaking
6: my balls.
0: Vic, um, let's get to, uh, oh, sorry. I was going to ask you about Tim uh, Pool and oh Ben Shapiro and all these. It's so these depressing. Cla- but I kind of want to maybe bring Josh Owens into that conversation. Yeah, you know, that would be the organic the way to do it. Same kind of thing. News. Same deal. Um, uh, but, some Connor Stanley says, got a pun. I don't know if we're taking too many... Well, Josh is, should be unmuted, but maybe he wants to hear a pun, too. Josh? Bring on the puns. Hey, Josh, how you doing, man? Good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I can only see you, Matt. Is Josh coming up? Um,
3: it's unconstitutional.
0: Uh, Let me just really? set you up a little bit, Josh. Um, I... Uh, no, I knew about you. When did your article come out? About it? a year ago or less than a year?
3: Yeah, December of last year. I mean, it feels like it was eight years ago now, but yeah, it was December last year.
0: Slippers, by the way, my s- clogs are going on. Oh, that feels better. I was almost going to fall over because my feet are so cold, hon. <laughs> why are my feet so cold? Is that, Do I have diabetes? It's freezing in here. That's why your feet are cold. because <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's 20 and degrees and the, in here. When the cold goes down, doesn't it travel winter... down or nothing? Yeah, Please. heat goes up. Here, I'll put the thing up to why 75. Is why, is,
2: why does heat rise? What's it? What's the science behind that?
0: So, sorry, Josh. We're dealing with a lot here, as always. <laughs> We're getting guillotines ready. <laughs> so, Josh, how did you... Uh, so you wrote an article. Uh, did you write the article or you just interviewed for the article?
3: No, I wrote the article.
0: And this was uh, from the perspective of a man, yourself, who had come to work for the Alex Jones for a period of time. And it was a sort of, uh, how can people, it's on the New York Times, is that correct?
3: Yeah, you can just look up, uh, I worked for Alex Jones, I regret it.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> easy enough. Um, so let me, so people can read the article, there's lots of salacious sort of things in there. I love um, it. First of all, how did you come to work for Alex Jones? Can you go walk me through that?
3: Yeah, so um, I was uh, maybe 18, and uh, a buddy and my, we were mine, we were sitting around talking. We were talking actually about um, Dr. Strangelove. There's a scene in Dr. Strangelove where Sterling Hayden is talking about fluoride in the water. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a, to- yeah, it's a total, totally bad shit scene, and for some reason I thought that there was some credence to that. So my buddy was like, you know, that's true. And I had no idea what he was talking about. Anyways, long story short, that night I watched a film uh, Jones made about him seeking into Bohemian Grove. Right. Um, and I was just dumb enough to uh, to find it interesting. I mean, look, it was interesting. It is yeah. interesting, um, but it's predicated on a lot of bullshit and a lot of Jones's um, I don't know mental illness. I guess I don't want to like diagnose him here, sure. but. I
0: um how careful do you feel like you have to be about how you talk about him do you not care or is it sort of have you like was there blowback after the article came out how do you uh, what is life after that article like for you in terms of alex in, you know, in relation yeah, to alex jones
3: um no i mean i think I, I tried my best to kind of steer clear of anything that he said about it i wasn't really interested in what his opinions were i i, right. I, I knew he was gonna lose it um my it's been fine i mean i was i was bracing for the worst i was expecting you know i was going through with the new york times about safety measures and you know trying to figure out how to keep my address private and all that but i kind of removed myself entirely off the internet oh nice um I mean, until that's the recently move. so
0: that's kind of the move when you do i mean th- this is the, the always the, the, the old the the uh, sort of eternal debate is like you can block and remove yourself and take yourself out of the Sort of universe of the online insanity, but but the, the sacrifices you don't have uh, an, a view into where you know f- into uh, what people might do. But I mean, you might not anyways. So it's certainly an understandable way to go about it. You know, but my, like practically speaking, if you see somebody online saying like I'm coming to your house with a Molotov cocktail or something, you would know about that if you were online. But if you're not, that just, you know, you don't have a warning there. But
3: oh.
0: what is the what are the odds that someone's actually going to make their intentions known? So, so how long did you work for Alex Jones?
3: Nearly four years. Four years.
0: And you got to know him, I, I would think. You got to know him personally.
3: Yeah, I spent uh, every single day almost. I mean, most weekends, most evenings, uh, I, I was with him, so... Yeah, I got to know him pretty
0: well. Do you think he crossed uh, the a line with in terms of your work relationship where you were working beyond sort of your kind of, you know, being used for things that you didn't think you were going to be used for originally when you got, I mean, a normal relationship would be like, you know, you work for a production company, you do your job the best you can, you might work some long hours, but essentially it's your job, it's not your life. Was that the case with Alex Jones?
3: No, look. So Jones, there, isn't, there there are no lines with Jones. I mean, I'm sure that's not surprising to anybody. But yeah. uh, no. So it, in the office, we used to call him the energy vampire because he would just take and take and take until there was nothing left.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, so no, there were no lines. I mean, I would get calls at seven in the morning on Saturday saying, you know, uh, th- they're going to kill Trump. They're going to kill Trump. <laughs> you got to come to the office right now. We got to shoot a video. We're going to kill <laughs> Trump and his family. Oh,
0: Jesus. Um. What did you notice? Were you there fight. to see a shift from? pre-Trump to, like, like maybe at a place where Alex Jones might not have uh, been a Trump supporter to when he became just sort of all in on Trump? Did you see that? Were you around for that transition?
3: Yeah, so I started in 2013, so this was long before Trump was uh, what he is now. And, um, yeah, there was a huge shift in Jones. But, look, I I feel like a lot of people like to pretend that Jones changed when uh, he started uh, vocally supporting Trump, but... (laughs) If you go back and watch the stuff, he's been saying the same stuff since, you know, the late 90s. Right? Um, he's been doing it for for over two decades. And I think he was always on the path to become this like hyper partisan hate monger. So um, I don't necessarily know if Trump played that. I, I think maybe Trump emboldened him a bit. Um, but look, I think he was always a shitbag. So I don't know if Trump deserves credit for that.
0: How do you see how do you see Alex Jones playing into the narrative now and into the fall? Because he has been sort of successfully marginalized to some degree. Because first of all, there's more competition. You have these dirt bags like Tim Pool and Adam Krigler, who's a you know sub dirt bag, s- submissive dirt bag. <laughs> uh, you know Ben Shapiro, like a uh, and also like he's been taken off certain media, uh, social media platforms and stuff. Spit in my mouth. Like, well, how does he, how, in your idea, How in your vision or your perspective, how does he play into the narrative now and into the election?
3: Yeah, I think a lot of people find this false comfort in him being deplatformed. Um, I don't necessarily think that hurt him that much. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult for him to find new viewers, but look, he had already been doing it for two decades. So he has plenty of people that are on his side. He's got his base, and I feel like him being deplatformed has strengthened that base.
0: Well, it certainly confirmed um, a lot of conspiratorial ideas that people on, on that, that are followers of him buy into. I mean, he, he's got – were you around when this transition took place where – I mean, you watch his show now and it's like it's hi, more highly produced than I think most like major n- news networks are with like giant cranes and 17 different angles on him. Like there's a, there's a huge production going on down there. That's the yeah, when
3: yeah, w- when I walked into the office for the first time, there were wires everywhere, cables, videotapes everywhere. I mean, the place was—I mean, it was it was filthy. And he had one tiny little corner uh, studio, which is where he shot uh, his show out of. Right. And then from within a couple years, I mean, he had built three studios, and I think it's, <laughs> at this time he has he has more. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't keep in touch with any of the people who still work there but, uh, he, he seems to be, uh, he seems to have a lot of employees still. And he, you know, I, I think how many people there
0: are like rolling their eyes and going like fucking a, but this is my job and they're, you know, getting a job is not easy. How many people do you think there are in that position where they're not necessarily disciples? They're just like, you know what, what else am I going to do?
3: When I was there, I felt like there were more of those people. Um, I told, um, a few of the higher up people there that I was even writing the article and they were just like, yeah, do it. Um, but then when Jones got deplatformed, um, I feel like there was a shift. I feel like people thought, uh, in their mind, they thought, well, if, if the, the government or deep state or whatever bullshit idea that they have is controlling things. If they don't want people to hear what he has to say, then it must be true, which is absurd, obviously. Right. Because the, the reason he got deplatformed is because he was saying dangerous things. Um. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if people there now. When I was there, it was most people were rolling their eyes. They thought, you know, Jones would say that Michelle Obama was a man, and people are like, this is so stupid. Um, um. But now I don't know.
0: I'd like to talk to you more, but unfortunately, we have a, a very busy
1: schedule, Vic or Doug. Do you have any questions? Josh yeah I, I did have a question thank you is there anything that Alec any one of any of his theories or conspiracy theories that you think he's right about is there anything he's right about
3: I think the, the, for Jones to be effective he has to pepper in little little bits of truth otherwise people aren't going to listen to him um, no I mean I feel like basically essentially at this point anything that comes out of his mouth is is uh, a grift It's a way for him to, uh, you know, fool people to make money, to sell an idea. Well, so the thing people ask me all the time is whether Jones believes what he says. And my answer is yes, he does. But who cares? It doesn't really matter whether he believes what he says because everyone who listens to him or the majority of people who listen to him do. And I feel like that's the real danger. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of things he says that that are true, uh, kind of. Yeah, I mean, but listen, I is, there, is there is no. there kind
0: of a, you know, a, a class structure that is set up in a way that elites have created power a power base that keeps the world a certain way that makes it difficult for other people and in some, you know, in a very broad sense that's certainly true. I mean, but, you know, it's certain he he takes it in a insane angle that's very almost, you know, cartoonish uh, in the, in the definition of good and evil and everything and the, 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 satanic quality that he kind of plays into and the sort of occult, uh, angle he takes is just all like right out of G.I. Joe or something, you know, it's like, you it's like you picture, uh, what's the bad guy in G.I. Joe called?
1: Um, Skeletor? No, no,
0: he- no that's, he- he- that's he- man. He-Man. <laughs> cobra. Cobra. It's like I think... Cobra living in the, in the, in the volcano. Oh, yeah, and what do
2: you got, Vic? I was just wondering, like, because I think they didn't they he just go out in the woods for like hours and hours and they would just film all <laughs> kinds of shit. And like, did they ever hand you anything that was just like so fucked up that they couldn't, you know, they wouldn't air oh. it? Or is there anything that you brought home that could be incriminating, like footage wise, that's like illegal? That's or, you know, just just curious what the craziest shit is that that they couldn't air.
3: Yeah, well, first off, I do have. I do have all that stuff. Otherwise I wouldn't have been able to write the New York times article. I Uh, thought a lot of people think that that stuff is made up that, that was fact checked heavily. So I had stuff to back up every claim. I didn't quote Jones just in my memory. I had recordings, So that (laughs) stuff is there. Wow. Um, But I mean, so just like an example, you're saying like something that was never shown on the air. I mean, Mm -hmm. Jones is is basically bulletproof because he does a lot of stupid shit. So he can basically say and do whatever he wants and get away with it. Well, we'll see with the Sandy Hook stuff. Hopefully that changes. But, um, just for an example, I wrote about this in the, in the article one morning, I was handed this drive. They, a couple of the guys and Jones went out uh, hunting one weekend and, um, one of my managers handed me footage and they said, throw this together. We're going to put it on the show, but let me see it before, because we don't want some of the stuff to get out. And there was in particular one clip with Jones shooting a Buffalo with a handgun, and he was firing at it over and over. The tufts of, tufts of hair were flying up, more and um, more blood. Exactly, more blood. And he was just getting this thrill out of it, and it was disgusting. It was horrific. And the people who were with him were laughing, and and no one seemed to care. And then the guy who was who was guiding the hunt stopped him, and you know, kind of yelled at him and was like, "No, no, no!" Handed him a higher caliber rifle to kill it. And then Jones turned around, made sure the camera was still rolling. And then he fired a shot and and put the animal down. But it was stuff like that. There's a callousness to him that I feel like a lot of people they laugh at the crazy stuff he says, but they don't realize. I mean, it's dangerous. There's this darkness in him that that's what people are drawn to, and I feel like that's the big yeah, that's the big issue with him. I mean, otherwise he's just a guy on a show talking about crazy shit. But there is something that draws people in, and I think. Right. It's wholly a neg- negative
0: aspect. One last question for me, and then we have to get to our musical guest, uh, Rodney Dillard. Sure. Um, apologies for making him wait. Um, is there a day of reckoning for? Is there a day of reckoning for Alex Jones? I mean, we have these. I'll do it. And I'll ask the question <laughs> because the audience is craving it. And, 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 Will and, there and, be? And, and, and. Will there be a day of reckoning? Is this lawsuit, this uh, the class action suit, Sandy Hook, is this going to come to pass? Are we going to see the, uh, the bankruptcy of Alex Jones and sort of the actual ruination of him?
3: That is a question that I think a lot of people are asking, and I don't have the answer for that. But if I had to guess, I would say Jones could have everything stripped from him and he's still going to show up and he's still going to do his thing. Yeah. So... I mean, the, the reckoning, I don't know, it depends, I mean, you know, if, if he loses, if, you know, he has to pay a large sum of money, if he loses, loses his studio, if it's just him, like when he started out in a little child's bedroom right. with a choo-choo train on the wall, if that's him at the end, I, I think, you know, Jones will be just as happy doing that.
0: Yeah, he's a cockroach. Um, I mean, it's like, you know, OJ's out there golfing, yeah. Alex Jones is going to be out there periscoping. And he can uh, use
2: that that uh, you know the, the payment that he has to to become a victim and then ask for more money and just yeah. carry that grift on. Yeah,
0: the old Jim Baker. Yeah,
2: uh, exactly. Oh, and he I saw that you spent time at uh, Jim Baker's compound. Josh did. I yeah,
3: did. that is a that 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 is a long story, oh, and we, I would love to talk to it. you. I want to take up more it. time.
0: I would love that. I didn't know this, uh, Josh. You have to come back and talk nothing but Baker for <laughs> us. That would be terrific. Um, we had, Jim, we had Jim Baker's son on a few months a grandson. Ago. grandson, um, nice kid. All right, Josh, I appreciate your time and uh thanks for your insights into obviously one of the most fascinating personalities of many years now, Alex Jones. Friend of the show in in some ways. He's still fucking I mean, I'll give him this. Guy's fucking entertaining as hell when you look at, you know, he's awful what he does, but man, is he funny to watch too? It's, and the same way Trump is like, just, you know, can't take your eyes off the, the, the insanity of it.
1: Donald so. Trump shit his fucking pants.
0: Wait, do you want to play that real quick? The, oh, yeah. Your thoughts on this clip that we just can't, someone sent us your, your 30 second thoughts on this
3: clip that we will play you right now. Um, it's the middle of the night. You piss on the toilet seat. You don't wipe it up. I'll let my wife do it. She doesn't work. I'll let her clean my piss up. You know. I mean, literally, that's the kind of stuff that I, uh, at 2 a.m., oh, God, I missed the toilet. I, I'm going <laughs> to let my you know. That, you know. That's Alex Jones' guilt-level stuff is I pissed <laughs> on the side of the toilet. A little squirt.
0: <laughs> How clean was his toilet? <laughs> I don't know. We don't. Have, you don't have to comment on that. That's very silly. Mm-hmm. He's divorced, though. Does well, he have a new I mean, wife?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't he want has a to- new wife. Look, Look, the guy hates women, okay? I think yeah. it's pretty clear. I mean, with any, any, anything and everything he says. Um, I don't know. I mean, one, one time, so really quick, 30 seconds. It went, my office was in where Jones' bathroom was. So I saw him every morning when he was going to the bathroom. <laughs> and he once told me, this is his exclusive, no one knows this, but okay. he once told me that it took him 30 seconds to take a shit. That was it. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: and then, I'm done. I don't even need to wipe. <laughs> Here you go, my sweet... The hell do I need to wipe
0: for? (laughs) That shit hardens on the inside of my cracks. All right. With that, Josh, thank you. Breaking news. Let's make sure all the media outlets Uh, understand that we had some breaking news about the length of Alex Jones' time in the commode going number two. (laughs) Thank you, Josh. All the best to you. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right. Looks like a young...
1: Orson Welles... Yeah, kind kinda. of, yeah.
0: Oh, yes. Let me oh, do it. my Orson Welles impression for you, Doug. <laughs> 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 I love doing a bad Orson Welles impression. Oh, yes, I was directing. <laughs> um, that was cool. I was directing uh, Citizen Kane. <laughs> he doesn't have a British accent. What am I doing? Well, that's the fascinating thing about working with me. That's a little bit. Working. Just wor- working on oh, the... Ah, the
1: French
0: <laughs> Champagne. Alright. Now. Is Mr. Dillard standing by?
4: Naya.
1: Naya. You you need to unmute
4: Rodney.
5: Mr. Dillard. There we go.
4: Am I unmuted? Mr. Dillard. Hey Rodney. Good. Hey, how are you
0: guys? Oh, you, I'm sir. doing wonderful. How are you, sir?
4: I have been great just watching all you young guys with all the frame of references that you have, you know, that mental capacity without wisdom is a tragedy.
0: Well, thank you, sir. It is an honor. Let me tell you, and I'm not just blowing smoke here. It is an honor to have you oh. on the show. I am uh, a true fan of the Dillard's, I mean, Wheat Straw, uh, Wheat Straw Sweet, it's, that's a little bit, bit of a tongue twister, but Wheat Straw Sweet is in my top 10 records. I listen to that record all Hi. the time. Thank you. If people don't know it, it's one of those, it's a late 60s, it's sort of the first, one of the first kind of uh, country crossover records, country bluegrass crossover records that inspired so many people, Um, and you're just a legend, and I don't want anything from you in this interview except to acknowledge that, and to say how much I love your contribution to the way I understand and the way I think about music. How does that sit with you,
4: sir? My gosh. Whoa. Uh, well, uh, for the first time in my life, I have nothing to say. These so <laughs> few words. <laughs> you know, thank you for, for you. Uh, that album at that point was my last effort. I was going to go back home to the mountains out, and uh, and not do anything else. But I wanted to leave, do something different, depart from the traditional uh, bluegrass music. And of course, when you do things like that, you grind up sacred cows for hamburger and you hack a lot of people off. Yeah. Which I did in the traditional bluegrass world. So, but my purpose wasn't to, to do that. I I just wanted to do what I felt, what I had gathered from the music. I grew up in the country, the mom and dad who played music. I had no electricity, no running water. Uh, so unlike uh, Jones, you know, I was you know in a different place and, uh, So I wanted to add something to what I'd learned. I came out of that. But during that period of time, there was a lot of people who were just discovering bluegrass and traditional music for the first time. So it became their pet. Right. You know, when you discover something, you know, you collect it. You know, you put it in a museum and you write about it and you take it apart, but you can't put it back together. Most critics can't. Right. But uh, uh, it has to be preserved
0: to move on to it has to be preserved and 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 be kind of played in a traditional way that doesn't that stays within the kind of confines of the way people think about that kind of music right
4: that's right but you know that's okay too because people need that security of consistency right otherwise they're out there floating lost from their tether and they're heading towards mars or whatever right. but uh, you need that traditions to, to keep us kind of focused and know what we have and what we we, we could have but the tradition for any creative person like yourself, is to move on into other areas. Yes, you certainly have absolutely. And uh, yeah, like so I, I wanted to do, yeah, I <laughs> I wanted to do that with with wheat straw sweet, but I still wanted to reflect what it was like growing up in that area because in those days and before that, Hollywood treated. Rural people and mountain folks is some sort of you know sitting there in the yard uh, drinking out of a jug, tra- tra- uh, chasing their sister. You know, right. and that is not what. There's some integrity in rural people. There's some uh, you know there's there's values and, and intelligence. You know, it's just different than the than the cave dwellers. Right. The ones who live in the cities. I call them cave dwellers. So and, so uh, yeah. they live. <laughs> caves. So so but something like hey. So, so hey. we draw back to that. Yeah, go ahead. I, I decided to add an orchestra. And I'm sorry if I'm over talking. This is my first time on Zoom. <laughs> You're doing great, Rodney. <laughs> okay, but uh, I wanted to move on to and something. And I got Herb Peterson in the group, and finally was able to move in a direction that I've always wanted to go, and uh, hence wheat straw sweet. Yeah, and uh, after and that was a, a, a record uh, on Electra Records.
0: Well, it reminds me; and, it sort uh, of fits into that late '60s, like you know, Beach Boys smile feels like the Van Dyke Parks kind of. Scene, but also, of course, the birds, of course, and the flying burrito brothers, you were mixing it in, mixing in with a lot of those legends, right I mean, you're obviously close every, with the birds every
4: name you yeah, every name you mentioned, I know those people. <laughs> You know, here's all names drop. Yeah. But I, I knew that. Van Dyke, you know, Van Dyke and Carson, his brother. And of course, they did. You know, Van Dyke was a musical genius. Uh, but yeah, during that period of time, there was a club called the Troubadour that everybody hung out in. It was like it was like uh, where all of us. People, creative people, at that time, gathered, and there was a synergy even in that club when everybody was in their cups. Where we would sit around and everybody would sing, and we would sing "I'll Fly Away" and all these. And there would be everybody you knew who, who and who was known in the, in the in that side of the musical mandola. Uh, uh, were, we're always there: Bernie, Ledden, uh, Henley, Ronstadt. Uh, Everybody. God, now, and, there's nothing uh, like that now. Really I can't com- go down. to the If I go
0: down to the club, they're going to be playing EDM. And, and <laughs> what am I going to do there? Electronic dance music, they call it, which. The Troubadour is still there. The Troubadour is still, it's true. The Troubadour is still there, but it's uh, not right. what it was in terms well, of like a hangout.
4: No, we're all a victim of, we're all a victim of ones and zeros, guys. I'm sorry. And everything, you know, virtual reality. Uh, I'm hearing virtual reality, which is almost reality, but not quite. <laughs> but even if it was reality, it'd still be virtual. That's yeah, true. <laughs> so yeah. Let me ask uh, you
0: something. Uh, uh, were you considered sort of an outsider in that rock world, too? Were you Because it seems like you'd come from the bluegrass world, but you kind of left that because you strayed away from the orthodoxy of it. But here you are in cool California with cool rock groups. Were you considered kind of a weirdo in that scene, too, or did you blend right in? I We blend in. The, the
4: things that were... The, were strangers too was the marketing people who were marketing our records. You know, they didn't know what to do to market us like toothpaste. You know, you put right. your you know, you put it up there and you and you hawk your wares and you get all these buzzwords and stuff. And now there's a thing called branding, which I just hate that word. <laughs> yes. I don't want anybody to pigeonhole me. I'm not a cow. No sir. So uh so, uh, where was I? So yeah, I'm getting old now. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, I was uh, the, all the guys, Chris Hillman of, of the birds w- was formerly in a group uh, called the Scottsfield squirrel barkers uh, uh, was bluegrass. And then he moved in with the bird, birds, you know, and they became of course the birds and everybody was looking for their place. Uh, the Dillards came to LA already formed in a group and other right. people came to LA looking for 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 things like uh, Graham Parsons. Oh, uh, well, I could go on, but yeah, yeah. but uh, there was a thing that was happening at the Troubadour at the time, very much like I would imagine, like the guys in France, the artists gathering, like Toulouse Lautrec and those guys, and yeah. exchanging ideas, and Van Gogh complaining about his cataracts and things like that. Right. So uh, so there was that was really a pleasant time until unfortunately the drug culture took over at that time when everybody started the mind expanding and they, you know, people collectively expanded their minds into oblivion.
0: Yeah. you, did, so good you
4: Things came out of it. But,
0: you stayed out of that scene. Go ahead, I'm sorry. You stayed out of that scene or do you have I, some confessions? To I make tried very show. much
4: to stay out of that scene, but fortunately I was raised by in a, in a reality. Now this is, you know, this is really stating my age, but I lived when we had chicken dinner. Guess who went out and wrung the chickens, neck? that sort of thing oh yikes we you know uh, the chicken wasn't in packages and it wasn't scary to see something born or die death was as natural as life this guy doesn't even eat chickens back here he doesn't even eat chickens oh we got some vegans there huh
0: i've actually been doing vegan vegan. now for a couple weeks (laughs) (laughs)
3: um
0: rodney i do i i want to get to your new album because uh you're back the dillards are back
4: thank you thank you you know what I'm an old guy and I never take anything for granted even from the very (laughs) beginning and anybody who takes any any uh any, why are you laughing I'm that?
0: laughing because screen, your screen, your your monitor just went up, and all I can see is a tree
4: behind you. Can you bring your bring your camera down a little bit because oh, you just disappeared? That's the tree that's growing out of my head. Do you want me to, I can talk about the tree of life, the tree of the tree wisdom. Of man, if everybody just lit one little candle, what are you? Blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? I, I got excited and I hit my uh, my camera, but I'll bring it back that's down. That's beautiful. I can. Right on. Like, keep
0: going down. Keep going down. That's the good stuff. Oh, we just lost our, our <laughs> TV. I like some of their songs. Yeah, you look good. You're so, okay. Well, thanks for the. You're, you're so you're having a, an earthquake where you're at. That's what's going on. Uh,
4: um, well, I live near the uh, the uh, fault down here. We have the New Madrid fault, which we're sitting on. Yikes! Well, be so, careful. Yes,
0: nothing you can really do about that, well. <laughs> except move. Um, <laughs> oh, Rodney, so talk about the new record. Been-
4: <laughs> okay, the new record. Uh, after Wheat Suite and all the records that I've done uh, later on, and I've never I've been fortunate enough to stay playing and have fans and staying alive and well and, and doing the music. Uh, I decided that I wanted to do something that sort of bookended Wheatstraw Suite in another way. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, almost like the unexpected from Dillard. I didn't want it to be an album that you put it on one cut and you played it all through and it all sounded the same, like a Neil Diamond record or something. But <laughs> no, I wanted, to no, uh, disrespect I to, wanted Neil. to, no, not at all. I had <laughs> Great hits. And uh, but uh, I uh, wanted to do something a little different. And when I hooked up with Bill Vorndick, who was an incredible engineer, and and he's got ears like, you know, a bat. And, uh, of course, he has initiated a lot of things that people are doing in recording these days. And uh, I had the opportunity to do this record. I called him up and I said, uh, you know, I explained what I wanted to do. And he said, I'll do it on one condition. And he said, I said, what's that? He says, we have fun. Ah, and we had a blast. I had fun doing this album. I had songs that I was sitting on for a couple of years that were written by friends of mine and by my wife and I. And I thought, well, here's the time to do it. And it was done because I wasn't trying to make a record so I can stay in the business. That's the best way to, that
0: is the best way to be creative. And I tell this, people always ask me for advice and I say, if you you gotta be doing it for the right reasons, you gotta be doing it because you have to, because it's in you and you have to get it out and because doing it is fun. The process is fun, and I
4: thought
0: and see you know
4: that being that you put out your records and your songs and yeah. the things you do, you get it. Yeah, you get what that's like to be able to do it that way. Yeah, when you're under pressure and you get uh, corporate manufactured music, uh, we all of a sudden music on the air sounds like an air conditioner. It all sounds the same. Yep, I hear you, man. And then then. And then you have the, the younger uh, generation who likes those, the younger voices of the girls who sound like they're in preschool, you know, the voices, and uh, it, they, they can relate to that. I'm not putting it down and say it's okay, but you, if you make the music, you've got to make it. And, and and this sounds corny, I guess you would follow your heart or your or your guts or whatever you, whatever that other thing is that you do as a creator, and that's what I did with this album. I and mean, I got the people on it. That I truly respect and I knew before they were where they hit the world and just, you know, made that incredible uh, impact on music.
0: Well, how do people and get
4: the how do people get a hold a very, of the record? Uh, well, let's see. You can go down here to the Seven Eleven Tower Records, uh, Virgin,
1: <laughs> Virgin <laughs> Records. Uh.
4: Just search the, the Dillard's. You, <laughs> and search the somebody's Dillards. age is popping up. Uh, it's uh if you uh it's going to be released for some reason on uh 9-11 uh, the company is doing that but uh, the virtual the virtual release the digital release is yeah. out now and you can get it on any of the any of the things except spotify we're keeping it off of that oh wow of other yeah
0: i, I would love to uh, j- ditch yeah. spotify that guy said such rotten things about the music industry the other day when he said that Bands should be putting out more than two or three, you know. Bands should be putting out more music and oh, wow. just treated the whole thing like a fucking, uh, pardon my language, a, uh, you know, like a Ford motor plant. I mean, go to hell. Yeah, Yeah.
4: who died and made him, yeah, who died and made him boss? Where's he come from? Get him out of here! He oh, I don't like my club at all. Mr. <laughs> Dillard,
0: again, it's a true honor. I'm encouraging my audience to explore your catalog, the Dillard's uh, Wheatstraw Suite. God, why is that troublesome? Can you
4: say it? <laughs> The dealers Wheatstraw Sweet. See? Wheatstraw That's why it was You know what, you know it was called, it was named by a friend of mine who wrote a movie called Harry and the Hendersons. He and oh. I wrote a song called Biggest Whatever which inspired that movie, but he did it because of the paper y'all used to roll joints in. Oh. Wheatstraw.
0: <laughs> Wheatstraw. All right, sir. I found
4: okay. it out later, but the-
0: I'm going to let you I'm going to let you go, <laughs> Rodney, but it has been a, r- a real pleasure to talk to you and again, you are uh, such a source of uh, joy for me. Uh, the, your, your music has oh, wow. really uh, meant a lot to me over the years. So thank you for calling in and talking to me.
4: Uh, uh, thank you very. I do appreciate you very much for saying that. And I, like I say, I take nothing for granted. Keep on, as the English say, "bags on regardless." Am.
0: Yes, sir. Gra- Grazie, as the French, as the uh, Italian <laughs> says. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh boy! Thank we, you very much. Thank you, Rodney. We are Bye-bye. Matt. We are as you knew as you knew you said it's gonna be a packed show today folks but guess what we're
1: we're right on the
0: schedule oh, oh wow well, we are... i feel like i need to lie down though wow yeah well, that's not my problem what a charmer huh yeah nice what'd man. you think of that's rodney guy. Vic. It makes me want to go home and listen
2: to all the albums now
0: it's a wholesome show
2: man, what a what a nice guy <laughs>
1: The government wow! you're going to <laughs> that die with Japanese <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones remix.
0: I'm loving it. Fire spreading. By the way, in the After Hours Today, Patreon's only show, Doug will be revealing the <laughs> remix of his latest rap.
1: What do you call those World things? World premiere video in the After Hours Today.
0: What do you call those things you do?
1: Those is there a word for that? You walk around the house and you I make just call little it a videos. Rap. I call it a rap. You call it a poem. Do you do those? Like, I did. Over, <laughs> I caused a lot of
0: trouble because do you do those
2: over. But you're a right. It is time, or is it one kind of like one day you set aside? No, and I start just start searching.
1: For I things? definitely do it all in like okay. a half an hour. Okay.
0: it's amazing how much amazing, stuff though. you have yeah. around the house, though. Right. You really are
1: almost. You have a lot of stuff here. I mean, I could do. I should. I'll do my next one here.
0: Let's do that (laughs) again, folks. This Saturday night at uh, what time, Matt? Eight p.m. Seven p.m. Seven p.m. for my request.
2: Left Coast time.
0: The seven p.m. West Coast time. We will be doing our first ever drop concert live. Patreons only. So sign up now at patreon.com slash officehourslive. Make sure you're high on
1: weed with that wheatgrass
0: paper rolled up big old joint.
1: <laughs> I'm encouraging you guys to toke one. Me and Vic
0: are going to be oh, high. Yeah, if high. you would like me to smoke marijuana for that, <laughs> I will do it. I will actually vape marijuana for that experience. Why not? I will. I do that every once game. in a while, and I don't, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Um, what do we have in the super chat? That's got to be popping today. It was popping. We raised... Do we hit our 5? We
2: hit our 5. Wow, yeah. great job. Or almost. We hit 482.
0: 482. So everybody reminder if you're just joining us, uh, we need uh, let's see, $38 more. 18. <laughs> I don't know. 18. I took a
2: 482 plus 18 would be 500.
0: Great. 18 more dollars and that gets us to 500. We will match the 500 and those uh, donations will go to uh, the Milwaukee Freedom Fund, which is at supportwomenshealth.salsalabs.org. Yeah, that those links are in, in the description too. Okay, and justice for Jacob. Just yeah, justice no, for Jacob Black Blake. And I want to thank Doug and Vic for being fairly respectful during the Rodney Dillard interview. <sighs> yeah, I. I, it was not a I b- had
2: a lot of stuff ready to go. <laughs>
0: you didn't do the goddamn.
2: Oh, I had it going. I had it queued up. I had I had the banjos queued. Yeah. Um. I had this
0: already. I'll start fucking I thinking. don't even want to talk about the <laughs> RNC convention. I'm not watching no, it. I, I don't even fucking care.
2: Yeah.
0: And everyone's like, well, I can't wait to see Vic's edit of this. Care. I'm like, what oh, are you even f- going to do? PP. What are you even going to do? So There's, sorry, yeah. folks. I mean, you got the it's Kimberly Guilfoyle.
2: No, Kimberly
0: Guilfoyle screaming. My guy. Do you have that? I just want to, like, Kimberly Guilfoyle <laughs> screaming was just on another level like
5: how do you... ladies and gentlemen <laughs> leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the american dream the best is yet to come
1: <laughs> america
5: it's all on the line that beacon shined bright once again see of the state They want to enslave you to the weak, dependent, liberal victim ideology to the point that you will not recognize this country or yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so hateful. Like, It's so <laughs> jacked, yeah, anybody jacked anybody up. Anybody watch that? And Donald Trump Jr.'s on drugs, like, through those eyes. Clearly- my dad, like, you almost see, like, a gun to his head. Uh- like, you better fucking deliver tonight, son. It's working alongside you every <laughs> single day, daddy. daddy? Now, <laughs> <laughs> like, who's <laughs> not getting this? That The fucking half of <laughs> the speakers are Trumps. Like, fucking yeah. Tiffany Trump's up there talking? Who cares? Where has she been? What does she have to say that anybody is interested in hearing about? And fucking du- Eric Trump? Who are all the? It's, it's so clearly like a Donald North God Korean situation. God. People with a, of faith
5: are under attack. It's a cult. You're not cult. allowed to go to church. My God.
0: It's a cult, and they've got to go. Fucking swallow your fucking pills and vote for Joe Biden. Who cares if you don't like him? Who fucking cares, you Who fucking cares? Uh, children? If you if you are old enough to vote, then vote oh, and yeah. get rid of this fucking crime syndicate that's living yeah. in the goddamn White House. These scumbags, <laughs> throw them in the fucking ocean.
1: Fuck. I get your words straight, Jack.
0: Eric oh, Trump. Get
1: him out of here! Yes. yes.
3: yes.
0: Eric yes. Trump. Dead.
3: Fuck. Dead. Dead. Fuck. Dead. Fucking oh. Tiffin. And then dead.
0: Melania. Dead. Not dead. Fuck. Dead dead. We're putting them in a submarine that shall stay filled with air and they'll be trapped in the submarine down at the bottom of the Mariana the Trench. Anyway. Mariana's Trench. We have to move the show along.
5: Give me a little break here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no man. I will speak That's to right. Jack Stratton now. But he better
0: be in a good mood because I am not. Dead. Jack Stratton dead, has dead, a better dead. come with
1: peace and love. Why the hell would I take it? The job concert is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Get your tickets you now.
0: Have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Get it's your tickets now, ladies see. and gentlemen. Got it. All right, Jack Stratton, are you there?
6: Yes, can you hear me?
0: Hi, Jack. Wow, what an honor to have can you can here. You I can hear you loud uh, and clear. Thanks for having me. Um.
6: Great. Great.
0: Thank you for thank you for showing respect to the show and not, not interrupting your morning walk to join me. <laughs>
6: Got to get my steps in.
0: Where are you?
6: Uh, I'm at Fairmont and Brainerd in Pepper Pipes.
0: Wait a minute! Now we don't want people <laughs> coming go. and uh, tracking you down. Pepper I didn't need Pepper Pipes. I didn't need a GPS location necessarily. Yep. But
6: where is it's, what state? It's a ele- what
0: state
1: are you in?
6: Uh, it's well, Pepper Pipes is. Uh,
1: would you say Rod Stewart? Or Stewart has pepper pipes.
6: <laughs> Can you guess where I am based on the uh, vegetation, the foliage? The yeah, I, I mean,
0: you're on the you're in the north. My guess is you're in the northeast. Mm. I no, yeah, you're in Jersey, uh- <laughs> Garden State.
6: I'm at Fairmont and Brainerd in in Pepper Pipes, and uh, what's interesting is (laughs) that's Fairmont and Brainerd, and I'm going to walk you to Fairmont and Brainerd. It happens again. It's kind of a landmark. Okay. Two intersections about a half mile apart.
0: And you're going to show off something special for me and for for my audience.
6: Well, it just doesn't doesn't happen very often. I don't know if you can think of – is Brain kind of Brainerd
2: <laughs>
0: Massachusetts? Is that Mass?
2: Brainerd? No, pepper
1: pepper pipes is where the where the chili peppers are from. It's their hometown.
0: <laughs> Jack Stratton, I was saying earlier you have the I think you have one of the cooler rock and roll names. Is that a stage name or is that your born given name?
6: Jack Stratton. That that is my born-given name. Um changed Stratton from Salzburg. Uh Years ago, before my time, oh, wow! And my dad's my dad's first pick for my first name was Hillel, so it could have been Hillel Salzburg instead of <laughs> Jack Stratton.
0: Well, we love Jack Stratton. I mean, I want to get a Jack Stratton action figure.
6: <laughs> That's a great name. It's a great. I don't know too many people who love their name, their given name, like I do. So. I have got
0: a game to play with you. I don't know if Matt, producer Matt, gave you a heads up on the game, but before we get to the game, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm fascinated by the whole your whole scene, the Wolfpack scene. A lot of people might be surprised by that because it might not immediately appear to be the kind of music I listen to or like or whatever. But I do. I like the music you guys make, but I love your whole the the whole universe you've created, which is like it's so fun and like. Um, collaborative and feels like I'm ki- I kind of learn stuff about music by watching your stuff. It's all very well edited. Can you, how do you talk about how that started? What, how did this, how did this thing start? And it, it, because it's huge too. And it's obviously kind of grown out of the YouTube scene, but right. Wh- yeah. Wh- well, what's it's, your, it's what's not, the origins?
6: It's not, it's not as big as it appears, which is part of the trick where <laughs> You know, we played Madison Square Garden and and filled it. And but that was probably everybody, 50 percent of our <laughs> fan base globally. Yeah, but that's that still show.
0: it's still fucking impressive. Were you how much of a risk was it? So I'll, I'll give a background to this. This band, Wolfpack, does not have a label. You don't have a label still. Right. You don't have a right. It's all right. self-produced. It's all made by you guys. There's no there's no machine behind you. You what do you do? You rent Madison Square Garden? Can you just do that? Like, who does that? <laughs> Why?
6: Oh, this is this could be good trivia. What is the cost to rent <laughs> Madison Square Garden for a night?
0: Okay, and so this is a this is a hard fact that we could look up, and I will guess it correctly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say
6: just rent, just, just rent for one night on the on the expense R E N T. Nothing else.
0: And I assume that's what kind of the the promoter, like AEG or one of these. That's what they have to do, right? Like, there's a cost for everything. But well,
6: wait a minute. Well, we we pay it. We pay it. Yeah.
0: Uh, Forty thousand dollars. Anyone
6: else? Wow. So one hundred thousand. Wow.
2: One fifty.
6: Ben Ben Lowe in the chat
2: says two twenty two. Two hundred twenty two thousand.
6: Three, nine, two, zero, zero,
0: wow. zero. Holy maloney. James Dolan has a. You got to sell. Why there. did I say $40,000? I feel like an idiot.
6: <laughs> 40,000. <laughs> <000. laughs> well, I'd say, I, I don't know. People get better deals. You know, if they play there, like Billy Joel, I'm sure is getting a discount. Right. You know, Paul, the bulk discount. Do you have to and, let J.D. and uh, the straight but, shots open for you? <laughs> 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 Do you know that? i don't, I that's, don't james, that's
0: james dolan's band that he played the guy that owns madison square garden
2: hey, the the Oh, oh,
6: oh God. Um, you know, yeah i'm very much bottom of the totem pole so i just get the bill i, I didn't get to talk to uh I, there was this, the leverage they have over uh entertainers because it's madison square garden they just named their price and we all just go for it, you know. So,
0: so what do Bunchy, you do? You pick bunch, up the phone. Sh- what do you do? You pick up the phone and call <laughs> the the box office and say, "Let me talk to your manager, Madison well, yeah, Square Garden." The, Can the, I help
6: you? <laughs> b- booking at a, you just guess the booking email and you know, it was kind of like what you did with, uh, with Bob. You. Bob Odenkirk, Kirk. Yeah. Right.
1: So,
0: <laughs> so how did you? How confident were you that that would be a success? Did you did you guys feel like okay, this is a smart move or this is a crazy idea and maybe it'll work?
6: I was, I was, I was quite confident because I knew our fan base would kind of be in on the joke of uh, you know selling out Madison Square Garden. Right. That it would, it's a
0: participatory it kind of deal.
6: Yeah, right, right. That uh, you know, it's kind of—I don't know. There's kind of these destination, whether it's Red Rocks or Madison Square Garden, where people will (laughs) Budokan, yeah. And uh, so, so I pushed for it. A lot of people were telling me not to do it because of, you know, like I mentioned, you you basically aren't making money until you sell ten thousand tickets. So it's a huge risk at the ticket price we did. But uh I was confident
0: well, I also have never really seen you could watch this on YouTube um, I've never seen anything quite captured like this either the way it was it a, a, somebody on a steady cam that's on stage with you guys kind of kind of moving around the stage and everything
6: yeah that's that's an iPhone seven with a uh, oh, wide angle
0: on it it's unbe- it's that is so cool man I gotta <laughs> say God bless you guys uh, that, um
6: well as far as the the tight editing that's very uh you know. I you know I was coming up on uh you know Doug Pound and your <laughs> yeah well thank your, you your, your digital zooms and you know all that
0: well and it's stuff. cool because you've got this huge stage there where you know Motley Crue would put a giant you know cage or something or <laughs> Aerosmith would have fucking flames but you guys have have it set up that you've just got like this living room vibe on stage and there's lots of space and there's lots of like just you guys playing music and I just I. I was very like, God damn it. How fun would that be? But also you guys seem to be like prodigies. Did you guys all come out of like music genius school or something? Like what's the connection between all of you?
6: Uh, most of us did meet at uh university of Michigan's music school and I okay. was in the recording program and then the others were in the jazz program who typically are the good players, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of, uh,
0: it's a little obnoxious to be honest. Some of the some of the playing's like, okay, we get it. You're very good. You guys are <laughs> showing off, but um, all right, I love. I do. I love it, and I appreciate the way you guys are approaching music in this day and age. You know what I mean? Oh, thanks a lot. Um, thanks a lot. Let me play you this game. This is uh, because your your first is your first instrument a, dr- uh, a drum, <laughs> or drums? Drums. Yeah, yes, you correct. are the sort of the correct. drummer. But you're also in the video you're like the band leader like you're like kind of the the uh, bob wills of the band or something like
6: he's the man uh-huh. yeah yeah the uh yeah i i, the I ringleader. Suppose, yeah that yeah more, yes if, if it was a circus i'd be the ringleader yes but well, we did this with thunder
0: are you familiar with thundercat you fan of thundercat oh yeah thundercats Absolutely, a genius. yeah um we did this with him with the bass but we're going to do this with you with the drums I want you to name oh, fantastic. name that drummer or yeah name that drummer or or drum song break. drum name that drum moment
6: oh fantastic here we fantastic. go fantastic
0: round one
6: is that uh I'm not I'm not like a, a I'm not great oh. with the breaks but is that a, the most famous one is that the Amen
0: that's correct. All right, we got one. That's right. good enough. We don't need like the full Wikipedia entry on these drum things. Just a good. All right, here's number two. You are one for one. Exciting stuff. What's out? I'll, I'll, Go ahead. I'll, I'll. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Number yeah, two. Right on. Uh, Zoom. Zoom is not letting me hear it. Really.
0: Oh, is it is it bashing out? Maybe it's Maybe just yeah. lower it the might be gain too, a little bit. Yeah, lower the lower the gain on that for him. Here's, here is it here is again.
6: Is that better? Shoot, I don't know. I don't know my brakes, man. I right. just- <laughs> All right, uh
0: that's Apache, right? Incredible Bong?
6: Oh, that Okay. Oh, that's the original Apache. Okay, okay. Here yeah. we go.
0: Here's number 3. You're one for two. You still can come back. I'll give you a clue. This is sort of a famous drummer. Sort of. A, I don't
6: know a lot about hip hop and breaks. I, I, these aren't hip hop. This is just. These
0: are just w- well-known drum parts. Here we go.
6: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anything? <laughs> Anything? Shoot! I don't know. I don't.
0: I don't know. Okay, Keith Moon from Who Are You? That's the beginning of <laughs> Keith, Who Are You by Keith Moon and the Who. All
6: right, oh, here we go. Fantastic, let's see we, fantastic.
0: Let's see if we can get this one. This is kind of, I, I, I think I know this one. Let me see. Oh, wait, hold on. What? Q. Q. Here it is.
6: <laughs> you know this one? I can't hear. I can't hear
2: nothing. you are buying two at
6: Oh, no. <laughs> hold on.
0: Hold on, Jack Stratton. Hold on. Is
6: that that Whiplash? Is that Whiplash?
0: Close. I'm playing again. Here it is. This one takes a second to get in.
6: Are these Apple (laughs) Lips?
0: All right. I'm going to stop this one. I'm going to play one more for you and see if you get this one. He
2: was was close. He was close. That was
0: Iron Maiden. Uh, This one you should know. Jesus, I hat mics. <laughs> that's that's just uh, that's Phil Rudd from AC/DC with Back in Black. Right, one more, one more. This this guy is a very well known and respected drummer. He's a respected person in the music industry, uh, in a way. He's kind of got a bit of a. I would say he's a little bit of a. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not so. Maybe he's not so beloved. He's a little controversial. I'd say. Here it is. You recognize that tone? <laughs> you recognize that stick? Here it is. dom. dum. dum.
6: Oh, is, Doug, is Doug playing these live? I no, oh, no, no.
0: Here it is. It's Lars Ulrich from the band. Let me see the band. <laughs> That's what Metallica. are they called? Metallica. <laughs> Mel- Metallica.
3: Someone in the chat actually got it. Saint uh, Anger. That's oh really? <laughs> Saint Saint <laughs> Anger geez.
2: drum
0: tone. Oh yeah, very famously bad drum tone of <laughs> Lars Ulrich <laughs> on Saint Anger um jack anything else you want to let me know did i miss anything about
6: you oh no that was that was that was pretty comprehensive yeah
0: did you <laughs> <laughs> that was the full jack stratton we got to the bottom of it what are you guys working on now how have you been able to create in um in covid times have you been able to keep busy and make music and it seems like you have been
6: oh uh, yeah well, i should mention we are auctioning the 10th track of our record off on eBay to the highest bidder can put whatever they want on our record. It's currently at $50,000. Jesus. When does that end? In about a week.
1: Wow. Um, is, is there a time limit for the track?
6: Uh, the, the, the parcel is uh two minutes and 30 seconds. This is prime auditory real estate.
0: Wow. And you guys don't care that it's going to muck up the end of your is record. Is it going
6: on vinyl too? No, let me ask. It's on you. vinyl. It really, it's on, it's on vinyl. On, so you're, you're allotting, you're allotting precious <laughs> That's wax. That's amazing. Huh?
0: You're you're allotting precious <laughs> well, wax.
6: yeah. To this. Yeah, I mean, you know. Is it funding the record of, almost?
0: Is it funding the record in a way?
6: Uh, well, very much, very much so. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh,
0: or are you, or are you just uh, <laughs> going to buy uh, new sneakers with the money? <laughs>
6: Uh, yeah, that that's TBD. But I did not actually think it would go this high, and we will wait and see if there's any snipers and uh, eBay snipers waiting for the last minute to. Uh, well,
0: that's that's, so that's imp- really impressive and a, g- a good idea. You, and you guys kind of got f- sort of known for like you got notoriety or whatever because you guys kind of gamed Spotify uh, a few years ago. You had your your fan base like just do a massive listen to something that silent silent track.
6: Yes. Yes. We put up the uh, silent record and then toured a uh, free admission tour based off all the money that I made. but that was that gross that made 20 grand. So selling this track is already double that.
0: That's um, terrific. It's very hard. Yeah, I mean, it's, my record uh, that uh, is coming out fear of death, which I would like to send you a copy of and, absolutely um, you know I went out of pocket on that and I don't I don't really talk about it very much but I paid I paid all those musicians and play, paid for the studio and there's the, the kind of music I like to make isn't something that you can just necessarily do for free it, it's it's a there's real costs like we use a go to a good studio and use tape we record on tape and is that radio um, it was radio on the last record but he was involved in this record he played on this record and kind of helped in some mixing and doing some overdubs and stuff, but it was, it's, been, right, it's nah. like the people I play with, we're all kind of into that, that method of doing it, like fairly live collaborative, do it in a big room. Um, and obviously overdub stuff and fix stuff later, but try to get like a good take on to tape. Uh, so uh,
6: absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's really fun. I have so many great ideas. Uh, very good. <laughs> um, thanks Jack. Get back to whatever you're Thank doing you. there. You can start running again. Thank you. All right. Bye, man. Take, Take care. care. I hope to see you in the flesh right. one day. that will be neat. Heck yes. Um, Jack Stratton, you oh, can find his okay, music cool. at Wolfpack. V-U-L-F-P-A-C-K. I haven't gotten to one goddamn zo- Zoomer except Molly McGinnis, who had nothing to say. Click I know. Matt.
2: And we have a surprise guest in the Zoom.
0: Who? Well, you know. It's not a surprise to you. Robbie but- uh, Robbie Martin. Can we future. talk to Robbie in After Hours? Is that disrespectful to him? Is he okay with that? I think he's fine with it. Robbie, I want to talk to you because there's Maybe this be a thing that hello. came... Quick hello, a, a little preview of that, we'll Hours. we'll meet him in After Hours. Yeah. Robbie, we're going to talk about the supposed... just didn't get a lot of news, but there was a reveal of who Q is. Uh, at least a, a very uh, perhaps uh, I don't know, credible... Uh, some credible evidence that might link it to an in- individual. So we're going to walk, we're going to follow up with Robbie and discuss oh, hey, that. Bobby, Let me hey, take. You. You. Oh, we're not. Let him say a quick hello. Fine. Bobby, say, say a say quick hi. hello to- for whatever reason.
4: Hi. The real Hillary's
2: he. dead. Hello. Where is he? Oh, this was. Hi, Robbie.
0: Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Robbie. Up, Thank Robbie. you for um, coming and talking to us. Um, but we'll talk to you in a few minutes, okay? Oh, that's good. Stand by. Um, Send me somebody wonderful, somebody that has something wonderful to say. Deliver them to me, and I shall receive them with graciousness. And Let's terrific. talk to a couple. I love couples. I love love Let's and talk romance. talk to <laughs> and Chuck. I love romance. Hello. I love pretty music. Hi. Hello. Hi, gang. Hello. How are you two?
3: Oh,
6: hello. We're good. How are you? Are you
0: enjoying the show today?
6: yes yeah. always it's been such a nice little bright spot Aww. in like light of all the shit that's going on so it's uh, always uh, nice uh, to uh.
0: has any news broken since we've been on the air and does anybody want to report anything or is everyone too focused on the show to even notice has the olympics been rescheduled <laughs> um anyways what what can i help you with today
6: well, I have a question. I was wondering if you'd ever be interested in doing like uh like a an album by album Bowie deep dive like how you did with the Beatles. Because I personally would really enjoy
1: that. A Bowie? That's awesome. Um yeah. who, I did Donald have, Bowie. <laughs> who what's his name? Uh,
0: David Bowie. Uh, David Bowie. Bowie Bowie. I <laughs> used to work with David Bowie, you know, I used to work with him. <laughs> um I did have an idea this morning, Matt, of, of another series I could do. And I would call it <laughs> I I would call it, t- tentative working title, I would call it The Tens, and they would be records that I, or my guest, believe are perfect records. That's Ooh. a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and of course, that could lead into a discussion, like if I would say Paul Simon's first solo album, which I believe to be a perfect record, that would kind of lead into a sort of casual discussion about maybe Paul Simon in general. Certainly talk about art, Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also could see doing Bowie. I would probably, if I was going to do Bowie, I honestly, I hate to say this, I would, might have to just do Ziggy Stardust because to me, guys had a tremendous career, but if I'm looking for a perfect album, that could be the one. It could be Hunky that, Dory too. Hunky Dory bugs me a little bit. What?
1: What about Lodger?
0: Lodger's beautiful. No, no. Listen, I'll tell you to be honest. I'll be honest. I can only be honest, Vic. Ugh. That, that Andy Warhol song and the Bob Dylan song Bug, bug me, and it becomes not a perfect album. For you know me. what I nine. like
1: at, at a wedding when they go, "Let's dance." Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> well, maybe I could do a perfect album is David Bowie's Greatest Hits. How about like great yeah, artists? I would do Wildflowers by Tom Petty. Tim, let's do a show that's like great artists, like worst crap. The, the you word. do that one. one. You, you do that. One. Call it the pits. The pits. We'll f- we'll do the tens, then the we'll do the pits. Is a great, um. How
0: about we do the tens and then we do the ones? Um, if you do the ones, you got
1: to pull up Ringo's
0: art. Which one? Ringo's visual art. Ringo's For visual the art. One. Yeah. One. The, oh, the that's not the Microsoft Paint that's stuff that he does.
1: One. All right. It is. It Ringo a, Sars would be a good punk band. <laughs> Ringo Sars. Ringo Sars.
0: <laughs> my daughter put all these uh, this costume jewelry on last night and uh, bracelets and stuff. She's and my son was up there too, and she's like, "Look at me! I've got all these rings. I'm like Ringo." <laughs> and then Charlie was like, "Who's Ringo?" Oh, and she yeah. goes, "He's from the band of the Beatles." <laughs> and I just oh, I had love my love heart wailed yeah. with pride. <laughs> An and the generations sorry, are now teaching.
1: That poverty meant
0: purity. <laughs> what was that?
1: Hey, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't begrudge any artist for getting an audience. Bowie. I'm sorry, I never found that poverty meant purity.
0: <laughs> how about that great quote? There's that interview from Bowie, like late 90s, where he's talking about the internet and he like nails it. He exactly explains oh, really? how the internet will be worked, be be used, and the interviewer is like, get get on. David, it can't be this way <laughs> <laughs> you must be joking you don't think the internet is going to uh, create all because these well, social grooves do you
5: to it. Is that this it's is worth the thing that will change things this is, Here it uh, is a dead dodgy occupation to have it's still oh, <laughs> produce signs of it's horror from people interview you said, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in rock and roll it's, oh, my right. goodness now it's a career opportunity and the internet is now uh, uh, carries the flag of, of being subversive and possibly rebellious and chaotic nihilistic and mm-hmm. oh yes it is it's a, forget about the Microsoft element the the monopolies do not have a monopoly maybe on programs
6: what you like about the f- fact what you like about it is the fact that anyone can say anything or do anything uh,
5: from my standpoint from where i am because of the uh by virtue of the fact that i am a pop singer yeah this pretty boring
0: but, well, <laughs> bowie would be on gab What's the other one that's not? What's not? Oh, Parlor. Parlor. <laughs> okay. Hello, I'm David Bowie. I'm on Parlor, and I speak my
1: mind. I have freedom of speech there. Hello, cameo. Not- this is David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you have a friend who would like a birthday wish. Hello, everyone. It's David. Now um, I'm cameo. <laughs> hello, no. hello, Sam. This is David Bowie. Um,
0: I'm apparently. Joan wants you to, wants me to say happy birthday to you. And she mentioned Green Day. There's your favourite group. I hope it's mine as well. Uh, anyways, happy birthday. <laughs> and cheers. Uh, cheers. All right. That's and maybe David one Bo- day
1: we can let's dance. And um, <laughs> keep on your red shoes.
0: Hello, Robert. This is <laughs> David Bowie. Uh, congratulations to you on getting the promotion. And uh, all the best. All right. Thank you. <laughs>
1: It's all close to his face. Yeah. He's like,
0: hello. <laughs> hello, Jennifer. I'll do one for real and we'll post it uh, on my phone
1: so you can see the angle. Oh, that's a video. That's a picture. Hold on. And then you have to do that thing, awkward thing at the Hold end on. where you're like looking down to press the stop yeah, button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I'm doing it right now. Hold on.
0: Hello, Jennifer. It's David Bowie. Thank you so much uh, for. <laughs> for doing this. Um, Jonathan wanted me to say how uh, impressed he was with your finals. The grades you got were terrific. And uh, you know, it's important to get good grades. So uh, keep keep doing what you're doing, all right? And uh, next time I see you, let's dance. All right. And then looks for the button. Thank you. And we... <laughs> all right, everybody, if you want to hear more of this kind of wacky stuff and have fun, come join us over at Patreon.com slash live. We've got t-shirts available so you can go to OfficialOfficeHours.com You can also sign up for this YouTube channel It always helps Let's get to 100,000 YouTube subscribers Tim Pool's sitting at a million I'm sitting at less than $100,000 That's a disgrace Shame on you, shame on your friends And shame on your social communities And your family For being a part of what we're looking at now Is the losing end of a, 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 a civil war Shame on you <laughs> Shame on everybody Shame on you! Shame. How would Barack Obama say? Shame on everybody! All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna move over to uh, after hours now. Shame on you! PP. All right. Thank you, everybody.
5: Shut up! Thank you. Oh. Amen.
4: Yes, rabasha,
1: Christ. Good yes, goodbye, 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 goodbye,
3: goodbye, goodbye, goodbye,
5: But
6: truth is true goodbye, 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 Good boy, boy. That's their concern. Lucky we'll Not see you next week Don't miss next They're week's
4: podcast <laughs> is... Can't wait
3: Okay, thank you Anyway yeah. Alright I
6: gotta go right now yeah. Okay Bye Bye
2: no. Bye, bye. No. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye Goodbye, American woman
3: Goodbye, American chick
6: Goodbye, American broad American woman Okay,
0: that's
1: very good